Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvat. After another exciting weekend of baseball, we've uh, pretty much recapped everything, broke everything down. We gave out our MVPs and our teams of the week. And now we're going to take a look at our early, way too early, uh, predictions here in future market. So who's winning the AL in the National League? So, uh, Cody, I was not a believer in the New York Mets coming into the season. You know, they're 16-7 and seven right now. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're just as good on the road as they are at home. At home this year, 7-3, and 9-4 and four on the road. I am now a believer of the New York Mets if they're able to stay healthy. Now, we got to look at it like this, all right? Their starting pitchers have beat up on the Diamondbacks. They played the Diamondbacks already six times this season. The Nationals, who are as bad as expected, especially since Juan Soto is just being pitched around every at-bat. No reason to throw at him ever. No, no, especially, dude, with that lineup, absolutely not. But look at their other series, right? They did beat the, the Phillies, who have been a big disappointment for me. The Giants, who have been the Giants, and the Cardinals. So they won their first six series for the first time in Mets history. You know, uh, if they're able to get Jacob DeGrom back, I know that MRI showed considerable healing of this stress fracture. So he's cleared now, I believe, to begin his strengthening exercises. If they're able to get DeGrom back, let's say by July, with this version of Scherzer, which Scherzer is just never going to age, man, with that lineup, I think the Mets are for real. Still, though... I, I can't I, I played the Dodgers plus 500 to win the World Series. Do you think I should add a future with the Mets kind of as my hedge because they're the other team in the National League and as I pull up BetMGM right now, they're plus 800 to win the World mm-hmm. Series, but you're still getting really good value plus 400 to represent the NL in the World Series. I think the Mets are for real, but are they going to Met down the stretch as they've done the last what three, four years? If you're going to hedge your bet where you're currently sitting, well, you probably got the Dodgers to do the four to one or five to one. I currently, yeah, I currently see them at plus four fifty, so their odds are only getting harder to bet on. Uh, the Mets, I'm getting at eight to one. Yeah, if you're going to hedge your bet, that's about as good of a place you can hedge your bet right now. Because looking throughout this entire list, I mean, there's some other names on this list where the 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 odds are looking kind of nice. I mean, there's some teams that have fallen a little bit. The White Sox were the second highest odds to win the World Series at one point. They were at plus 600. You can get the White Sox right now at 12 to 1 because of their uh, bad start. The Giants are have roughly the same record as the Dodgers. You can currently get them at 17 to 1, and the Padres you can get them at 18 to 1. They have the same record as the Dodgers. Not to mention the team that I always talk about at 95 plus wins every year, the Tampa Bay Rays. You could also get at 18 to 1. And by the way, what was the team that I said is the best team in Major League Baseball on the AL side? The Angels, <laughs> 25 to 1. Like there are some really, really good bets out there. Um, and by the way, the White Sox—they're not fading the White Sox too much, despite their tough start to the season. Yeah, their season started off tough. Listen, I, I can't sit here and pretend that the Los Angeles Dodgers aren't the best team. They are just on paper, on the field, period, the best team. Like, even yesterday, Walker Buehler had 50 pitches through three innings, and it didn't even matter. It, at no point, it, it almost looks like, and I and correct me if I'm wrong if you think something's different, it almost looks like the Dodgers are bored while they're beating up on these teams. And I'm yeah. not kidding. It seems like they're barely trying to beat up on these teams. And it's going to take playing against the Giants, the Padres, and the Mets eventually for them to really turn on the gas. But they already turned on the gas once to the San Diego Padres, 
and they beat up on the Padres like kind of like they were their stepchildren. It was it was it was like what the hell? Like how are you this much better and this much more advanced by this really good Padre team? Yeah, yeah, no, and exactly. And so that's why I hate to come on the pod and be chalky every single Monday, every single Friday when we hit the futures market. But yeah, man, like I'm trying to make the case for the Mets, but you go back to the spring and you know, we were doing the preview pods and I was listening to everybody else do their pods and season previews and it was like okay what's the one knock on the Dodgers heading into the season and there were people like well I don't know if I trust the rotation and it's like Walker Buehler has been great Kershaw has been great Urias has been great and oh yeah by the way Dustin May is on his way back so last year they won what 107 games whatever it was this year they're already on pace to win 108 games and I think that sounds about right especially if they do get Dustin May back and you know it's the Dodgers so if, if they're going to be in contention, obviously. They're going to win that division. And if there's somebody to be had out there before the trade deadline, they'll get them. So mm-hmm. plus 500, plus 450, I'm fine with. You're still getting 4-1 to one odds with the best team in all of baseball. I'll play devil's advocate, and I'll throw out the Giants just because of the price that you threw out there again. Now, not their best weekend, but going into the weekend, they had the second highest run differential in all of Major League Baseball. Actually, they were tied with the Dodgers. And look what they lost, man. They won 107 games themselves last year in the same division as the Dodgers and the Padres. And they lose Buster Posey. They lose, they lose Kevin Gossman, who right now is putting together statistically the best season of pitchers put together in, since 1906. And they've just, they keep retooling. Like, Rodon, like, I don't know what the hell the White Sox were thinking, letting Rodon go. And then Jack Peterson's been great. And I know he's injured, he's got a groin or whatever, so he'll be fine. But, I mean, you can make the case for the Giants. And then the last team you can make the case for, I think, in the National League, it's just the lineup scares me. The Brewers pitching staff, if Freddie Peralta finds what he had last year, you know, with Corbin Burns, I know he took the loss on Sunday to the Cubs, but it was a 2 nothing game and he had 10 strikeouts. Woodruff's been fine. Hayter's been solid closing games. If they get Devin Williams back to what he was two years ago when he was Rookie of the Year, they could be scary. But I'm going to be chalky, and in the NL, I'm going to stick with my Dodgers pick. Yeah, I think it's smart, but I, I'm not against you hedging your bet. By the way, I would love your thoughts. Any sleeper teams that you think are not getting yeah. paid attention to? Because i got a sleeper team. Um, and it's a team that I kind of faded at the beginning of the season. And even right now, it seems like a very good time to fade them. Although, I was kind of hoping with their 500 start that their odds would shift a little bit. Not as much as I was hoping. And that's the Houston Astros. Uh, the Houston yeah. Astros right now are t- 11 and 11. They're not off to a dynamite start. They're playing good baseball, but you got the Angels off to a hot start. I'm willing to believe that the Angels are going to not not necessarily sputter out, but they're going to slow down a little bit. And when they do, I think the, the Houston Astros are going to start to catch up a little bit. Um, I think they're just on the cusp of ready to kind of go off a little. But the Vegas odds still have them a 10 to 1. And I was hoping to get them closer to about 22 to 1 right now. And if I don't get them above 20 to 1, I'm never going to touch them. But if they still continue this for another month, say at the end of May, if they're still around 500, I wouldn't be afraid to take a little flyer on the Houston Astros. All right, I'll go to the NL for my sleeper team. And now this is really a sleeper team. We're just looking for best value because as far as like sleeper teams, like, you know, have a realistic shot to win a World Series, I'd say as far as I'd go, maybe the Giants, maybe the Cardinals. I don't trust the Cardinals, and I can't place a bet on the Cardinals. Me neither. How about in the NL? Let's go with, uh, because it's 80-1, to man, right now to win the World Series, 40-1 to just to rep the NL. I'm going to go with the Marlins. I just love that rotation. Again, we're looking for sleepers. All right? Look, look That's like- not a sleeper. That's just a, hey, let's roll up the cash into a ball and just shoot it into the trash can. Come, well, on. come on. 
I love the Marlins too, but we just finished talking about how good the Mets are. <laughs> Cody, Cody, I'll tell you this though. All right, I played the Phillies, as you know, I'm going to say it 40 more times probably on the pod to win the division at 3-1. to one. I would feel more comfortable placing a value bet on the Marlins at 80-1 to one than I would on the Phillies 25-1. to one. Really? I, I mean, really? It's like, I like the Marlins. Marlins. Again, but the Marlins currently are 12-9. and nine. They're having a good start to their season. And the Phillies are currently, what, 10-11 uh, and 11 or something like that, 11-12? Yeah. and 12? Okay, so they have a better record right now. And, yes, the odds at 80 to 1 are attractive. But you know this team is finishing third at best in their division. You know it. You don't they think it. Well. You know 100% they're going to finish at best third. You know what, damn it, pizza money on the Marlins. Now, now this is going become personal. I'm all in on the Marlins. And you know what? I hate the Marlins. Let me, let me rant on the Marlins really quick. You know, let me tell you why I hate the Marlins. People always say, how could you hate the Marlins? They're harmless. No, they're not, man. I've been a Cubs fan 30-plus years. I got oh, one. You really hate the Marlins, yep. These dudes, they win a World Series with guys like Josh Beckett, and then they just blow the team up, and they get another World Series a couple years later. It's just not fair. If you're a fan of baseball, to watch that. But uh, all right, so for me, yep, it is the Marlins. 80-1. to 1. And then also, I'm taking a little shot with the uh, Giants, but the price stinks. Twenty to one, like if they're in the division with the Dodgers. Yep, it's the fish for me. Oh man, I I think you're I think you're reaching a lot, like yeah. way reaching. But you know, you that that pick, even though I don't hate the team, and I really don't hate the team, I actually like the team. I think they're exciting, and I think they're taking great steps forward. Can you imagine if that team say did get if say Derek Jeter did get what he wanted, which was yeah. Nick Cassiano? How much better do you think this team would be right now if they had Nick Cassianos on it right now? If they had Nick Cassianos, I would be very inclined to take you up on that 80-1. to 1. I just don't think they have enough gas in the tank to last this all season. It's 20 games in. Dude, Jazz, I mean, he's been so good. Cooper's been great. But, man, if they had Castellanos, that's a great point right there, too. Plus, that's just like a winning. Like, all he wants to do is go to the postseason. You saw that in the half of the year. I felt so bad. You know, after the Cubs choked down the stretch and he didn't get into the postseason, I remember they showed a clip. He was in the dugout like 30 minutes after the game, just sitting there, man, just just disappointed. I want to see him in the postseason. That would have been a huge pickup. Let me throw one more your way, and you brought him up already. I still think of it as a value pick because they're still sitting there 25-1. to 1. How about the Angels? Now Trout's starting to heat up. Otani's starting to heat up. Look what they've done to start the season, and I know they're hitting for average, but, like, imagine when the weather warms up and these guys are hitting bombs. Imagine if Rendon could stay healthy. The Angels. Give me an Angels-Dodgers World Series. Dodgers plus 500, plus 450 in some spots, and then the Angels 25-1. to 1. This is going to be the year. They're at least getting into the postseason. They're at least winning my 85 games, right? I want to say yes. I want to okay. say yes because I want them to go forward in this season. However, there is something that really, really scared me yesterday. Otani what? leaving the game is yeah. a problem especially leaving the game with a leg injury, because keep in mind, losing Otani isn't just losing your DH. Losing Otani means you just lost your ace pitcher, too. That's yeah. a huge deal, and this has always been... And again, I, I think Otani is a superhuman, what he can do and what he has done. And the reason why I faded him at the beginning of this season was, I'm like, listen, up until last year, we have never seen Shohei Otani healthy for a full season. We saw for a full season last year, and it was incredible. Just the most magical season we've ever seen from a player. Yeah. 
I simply cannot assume this guy can stay this healthy for multiple years at that high of a uh, that high of a rate. I just can't. And watching him leave the game yesterday made me go immediately, like, put my head down going, oh, no. Oh, no. Please be mild. Do not let this linger and keep happening all throughout the season. I'm scared it's going to happen. And listen, if Otani's not in that lineup, they still have Trout, Rendon, some serious heavy hitters. Marsh has been playing great. Walsh hasn't even started to play great, but he, he will play fine. But losing Otani hurts so much how much does it hurt well how many times has mike trout been in the playoffs yeah zero right once yeah uh, maybe once i think i think the answer is zero though i don't remember him in the playoffs i got swept i want to say yeah i, I don't so, remember so it's just oh. I, without otani i don't see this team going to the playoffs and they need honestly they do need more arms even though they're pitching well right now it's april well see, now it's may but it's only been april that's what I was going to ask you because it was such a weird, you know, off season, right? Uh, with the with with the lockout, with the strike, and nobody really enabled, being able to do business. And then it was like, up oh, baseball's back. You got three weeks to kind of finalize your rosters here. Maybe I think that that's what they need the most, right? Because they don't need another bat. They need another arm. They need another starting arm. I was worried about the bullpen coming into the season, but I was going to bring that up just with Otani because he does throw so hard. He plays every single day, and they rely so much. I mean, he's the most valuable player in all of Major League Baseball in the American League, so they need him out there. I think that that's what they need, though. They need to add another arm. Even though the pitching's been solid to start the season, and I was worried about the bullpen, just that's the thing that scares me. Like, if you lose him, they're in trouble. So, yeah, that's the only thing that would concern me with the Angels. I'm with you. Yeah, same. Well, right. uh, why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll go over today's and opening series of the week. Horvat, are you excited for today and this week? Because we got some serious, serious matchups. I really am. I got one big bet, and I'm going to give that to you next on the BetMGM MLB podcast. Ryan Horvat, Cody Decker, powered by BetQL. <laughs> 